G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through podcast. On today's episode, we have one of the OG guests back, all the way back from the start of 2021, and it's great to have him back. It's Matt from Chutney. We chat about the band's new song, Madeline. We talk about their aspirations and how they look at goals now, and also their East Coast tour. Really funny chat. It's, yeah, as I said, two years. I think you were like episode maybe like 17 or 19 or something, and I'm now coming up to 200. So, what are the OGs, mate? What are the OGs? Yeah, there was, um, like, people see videos and shit all the time of the podcast, but when we did it, there was no video, and we had to do it twice because um, the files fucked up when um, the program I used was in its infancy, and now it's got <laughs> cameras, and now we don't have to talk over each other. It's great. Um, I've learned a lot in that two years, uh, personally, and doing all this shit. The band has had some ups, had a lot of songs out, great songs out that hasn't got um, maybe the recognition that it deserves, and I definitely think it deserves. If you could go back to Chutney as a band, like just tell them one piece of advice that would help them out over the last two years, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. I would say, like, just get out of your own head a little bit with the writing. It's kind of funny. Like, our last song, Dream in a While, was, like, the first one to sort of, you know, reach the radio kind of thing with um, Triple J and all those kind of guys um, and see a bit more commercial success on Spotify and things like that. And that was the song, that was the song where we were like, ah, fuck it, like, well, let's just, let's just write whatever we want kind of thing, you know, and got rid of some of those, like, it needs to sound like this. It needs to be this long and all these stupid preconceptions about like what people want to hear. And obviously this is a pretty cliche thing to say, but like just write whatever you want to write and it will be sweet. You know what I mean? It's not a lot to stress over. Have you, um, you must have my notes on your side because um, that was essentially my next question. Um, Dream in a while. It's like, it's up to like 150k on Spotify. It's only been out for a few months. I think I looked at it like maybe a few weeks ago, like maybe started Jan and it was like just tipping on 100k or at 100k in a few months. And it's like, you've released some really good fucking tracks. Like Talk, when that came out, was one of my favorite songs of that year. Um, Structured so well, but it just like didn't get what it deserved. And then it's like, this just comes out and the fact that you said you basically just bullshitted the song and it gets yeah, yeah, 150k yeah. that's such bullshit man like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny with that one as well because it's like to, like i don't know i i kind of wrote that one on an acoustic guitar and just did the whole like it was meant to be just it's very like rastafarian rap if you heard the demo like it's pretty <laughs> full on <laughs> you'd be like whoa man like it's like Jamaica man, but we <laughs> it's a of, man. pretty much, but we like, we pulled that back as much as we could. And then, you know, a few of the boys like, nah, nah, I don't know about that demo. And Andy, the drummer was like, I'm, I, like, I really like that one. I really like it. Like, let's, let's, let's flesh it out. And we kind of reluctantly were like, all right, we'll do it. And then it sort of just kept going along. We're like, ah, oh, we'll finish it. We'll finish it. Whatever. Oh, fine, we'll put it out, yeah, whatever. And then it just kind of worked out to be our best song. And I think the whole thing about it is it was very 
we just weren't second guessing of it, like second guessing the writing process. Do you know what I mean? It's just literally like, just go, just do whatever. Let's have fun with this one. Hence the Jamaican like, like rapping or whatever it is. But yeah, it's good. It's good. I remember when um, this came out and um, I remember I, I saw a friend and um, all we did was talk about this Gold Coast music scene for like two hours Ooh. and um, you guys came up and we're like, it's actually, I was like, have they been played on Triple J? I cannot Ooh. remember for the life of me if you guys had played. And then you guys put up that um, like it's out and I Ooh. commented That's right, yeah. on it going, <laughs> yeah. um like maybe Triple J should give it a spin and like oh, I th- oh, I said it in like a sassy way but um, then Declan Byrne commented and I've had him on the podcast before and I'm like I think he sassed me back. Yeah, <laughs> 100% did, man. Yeah, 100%. We were like, ooh, ooh. But, hey, it worked. It worked. That's I was, like real marketing, mate. You, you got in there for us. I was like, if I have just burnt my <laughs> Bridges with Triple J for a listen. The boys getting a listen on Triple J. I'm all for it, mate. Uh, We appreciate it. I I thought that was absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, and just the little smiley face that he put in it. I'll tag him in this video and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, still love you, Deck. Still love you, mate. Um, but you this one did get Triple J play. Thanks Mm. to thanks to um a few sassy comments. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's been a long time coming, man, and like super stoked for you guys. I felt like a proud father following you guys for so long. What was that feeling of actually hearing yourself get, you know, announced and have it play on the national broadcaster? It was really cool, man. It's like uh, personally I can attest to like I'm a bit older now, you know, like I'm almost 28, but all, I, I always write my goals every single year in like a little notepad kind of thing since I was like 20 years old and I've had another band before and things like that and every year it was like get played on Triple J, get played on Triple J because it's such a huge part of like a, a lot of Australia's youth kind of thing it's like a big part and definitely for me that like those hottest 100 days and things like that they always kind of were I don't know a pretty like strong part of my like my early adult years kind of thing and to have that kind of happen right as i feel as we were about to be like ah who cares man like like whatever just get rid of the idea like we we kind of came to a good place where it's like we're having fun we're playing some pretty awesome shows packing out venues and everyone's loving it that's kind of enough do you know what i mean and right as you stop expecting or wanting that kind of thing so bad and it just pops up and we're like oh <laughs> nice so that's like <laughs> it felt pretty good in that way for sure so when you say um like you were kind of just good of where you were at was that like not really trying as much or not putting as much time in or is it similar amount of time just kind of having a different mindset on like what the goals were for the band i think like uh, definitely for the other the other boys they've always been you know very music first and very like you know they love the live part they love the blah 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 but i i personally in the band like played the role of like no, we have to achieve this. We have to get here. We have to do that. And I think like that was certainly sucking a little bit of the fun out of it. You know, like if, if, if all you do when you're at a show is think, oh, this could be bigger or every time you release a song, you just think, oh, that could get more streams, then you're never going to be happy because everyone could always get bigger shows and always get bigger streams. Like the fact that we have 
like five blokes at the front drunk as dancing to our music is sick like it's super dope so like when we started packing out shows and stuff and there was a couple there towards the end of last year that were just huge like you know like thousand people just going ham to talk and stuff like that and i was like what this is sick man like this is actually mental so that kind of like i had a a few of those you know epiphany type moments where i'm like you've got it so good people would kill to be in your position like even me five years ago would be stoked and you've got to just you've got to just like sometimes sit back and go like smell the roses and be grateful you know what i mean and i think that that just helped me relax a little bit on the expectation front Mm, it's um there's always a bigger fish yes um I do the get grass that. It's not always greener, you know. It's no, not. It's not. Yeah. it's not. It's interesting because, like, you guys have been releasing music for so long, mm. um, a few years now, and like to do this, you need passion. Mm. Like, it's not a it's not a nine to five job for ninety five percent of the industry. It takes way more time than a nine to five job. Mm. That passion needs to be there how do you keep it going when you're obviously not getting the results you want you're not getting this you're not getting that you're focusing too much on what it could be how do you keep that passion it's a sick question man i think it's like finding like love for it in the moments like kind of what i was saying before it's kind of like the little moments like it could be like you know when we're writing a song and you've got that aha moment and we're all playing and it's just like oh that sounded sick and we're all laughing and smiling and having a beer together or it could be we supported San Francisco the other day and it's kind of like, oh, fuck, that's so sick. Do you know what I mean? It's those little like wins, the little wins, obviously San's playing with San Francisco is a big win, but the little wins that, I don't know, the moments that keep you going because it's just like, that's kind of what you end up living for in this industry, I suppose. And like, I don't know, like I've kind of, <laughs> in this kind of day and age, being super famous, it doesn't sound like the best thing in the world anyway. So like, I don't know, I guess if you can make a decent wage for music and then just play some sick shows, then that's success in my eyes, you know, like that's pretty. And like, to be honest, the Australian music scene, especially in Queensland, obviously down south, but we've got so many tight like friends up here, like Peach Fair, Local Safari, as you said, like we've met so many cool like acts touring you know like the terry's and the dice boys and rum jungle and all them like last year just playing with all these like sick people that's pretty fun man like it's a pretty fun job yeah and um it's always good to talk to those type of lads at the mm. gigs as well mm. um dice boys rum jungle I, I run into them quite a, i even ran into them at falls in the camp campsite and it was just like what the fuck dude like <laughs> um so it's always good to like catch up out of music as well mm. um which is really cool that basically just sounded like memory over money. Like, if you mm. can just if you can just kind of live off it semi comfortably, like not worry about money, mm. and then all those little memories. And then if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, like you're still playing sick shows. Like, yeah, yeah. St- still, you know, getting those little things ticked off, which is cool. The thing you should worry about though, brand new song, mm. Madeline. If you caught Madeline, you're wrong because I've spoke. I've spoken to the powers of B, and it's Madeline. All right? Correct. That's correct. 
Uh, have you got anyone? I have Flack. Obviously, I'm sure you would have played it at shows and it's probably been successful. But if you have had anyone go like, isn't it Madeline? Like... <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. That's got to come. But whenever you do a song in a name, uh, a name in a song, it's got to come. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We had like, I yelled out at one of our gigs. It was like, all right, this this isn't like our new song. It's called Madeline. Is there any Madelines in the audience? Kind of thing. Like dead silent. I'm like, no. Like let's go. <laughs> just play the fucking song. She took him. <laughs> yeah, not good. It was that like yeah. It was that our like dreaming a while launch. And I just thought it'd be like yeah, but there was tickets, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, sick. <laughs> That's um maybe you're in the wrong neighborhood, mate. Madeline's like it seems like a rich name if you I don't know oh, played in like. It? You play in like Bondi or something. It's like every second chick and probably like every third dude. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, yeah, it could be. It could be. Off the success of Dream in a While, was, did you look at that success and was this always going to be the song after it? Like with Life Reception, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's been good. Was this always going to be the next one? Like, or did you kind of think about it and go, this is this is the track that needs to go after it. It's a big hitter. Mm-hmm. Let's hope it works. That's was an there, interesting question. Was there any of that? There probably should have been. <laughs> no, we wrote them simultaneously um, and we recorded them at the same time, right? So we have that, like, it's this the one risk of this track, I guess, is that it is a little softer. Like, it's not like soft and slow, but it's like, it's a bit more summer, like a bit chilled out compared mm. to Dreaming Isle, which is quite, it's got like a bit of attack and a bit of aggression kind of thing. And so like we would, we just had it ready and we were super happy with the song and we're like, yeah, like that's going to come out next. But we did like April, our manager did consider that. She's like, oh, like you're happy to release this one. Like right after that big sort of like slapping one, we're like, eh, yeah, whatever. Cause that same attitude, it's like. It'd be pretty funny it. if you changed it, mate. If you went like, no, we got to get like work for one song, but we got to get back into all the nitty gritty fucking what yeah, this beat. No, you've got to, no, to write it. it through. That's it. We all really like it. It's very, it's like playful, and it's like very. I don't know. You think of like Aussie pub stuff. Like it's kind of like got this drunken feeling to it, and like drunken and debaucherousy type. Like I don't know. Just like a very summery fun song with like. Not, to, not taking itself too serious. And I think that's kind of like emblematic of what we were just talking about, if you know what I mean. So mm. it works, you know. And look, if it doesn't get the same reception, sweet as. We've got so many like sick tracks. Like we've just written like 10 to 15 tracks in the last few months. It's probably like the most productive we've ever been, which is awesome because we knew we were going on tour for Madeline in the next couple of months, four, two months. And we're like, we're never, we're not going to be able to write in that period. It's just going to be mm. too much. So we were just, let's just bunk it down now. And the ideas were just flowing out like they never have before. And we've got so many sick songs. So if this one doesn't work, there's always another one. <laughs> You've been um, reading my podcast notes again. Um, <laughs> the tour coming up. Yeah. It's, the, the, like you guys have been in that Gold Coast bubble and everyone knows you guys up here, but then you like go to other towns and cities and it's like Peach Fur, like when Peach Fur was like that Gold Coast staple. You're going to Wollongong, you're going down south, you, you're touring quite a bit, obviously coming back up to Brisbane and Goldie, which is great. Um, I can't remember the last time I saw an elsewhere gig. That's pretty bad. Um, how excited are you to actually, you know, take music down south and kind of put yourself on show a bit? I'm keen, man. I'm super keen. Like, and the boys are too. Like, 
we're treating it as like, right, industry pressure off kind of thing in a sense of don't worry about writing, don't worry about recording, don't worry about content or whatever, all this other blah, blah, blah. Let's just go and have as much fun, like fun as possible, like through our music. And, you know, it's that whole meeting new people new like it's just going to be us four and well josh from local safari is going to come along as well which is fucking course he is yeah (laughs) i'm not surprised we're we're pretty much going to add him to the band he plays with us that 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 much now so i saw him um i saw him playing um i can't remember what festival it was and he was just up with moving stills as one of their guitarists right he plays with every band i wouldn't be surprised if i Oh yeah, he'll be up there with Coldplay next. Just like <laughs> <laughs> um, he's he's probably the um, guitarist for Harry Styles on his tour. He's, yeah. in, he's probably sorted that out. Metric on Stadium. <laughs> nah, the, um, yeah, we're super super keen, man. It's gonna be um, yeah interesting to see what it's like down south. We've been told that like a few of those venues that we're going to are just like punters anyway. Like there'll be plenty of just random people there. So it's just about putting on the show that we know that we can do. And then, you know, if people are like, fucking hell, this Goldie band's sick, then that works, you know? Like, that's just sort of spreads a little bit more than what we've been doing. Because you're right. I think the whole COVID thing just, we got real comfortable with this Brisbane to Byron section and maybe just never kind of explored it. And we were like, you know, off the success of the last one, let's give it a punt, you know? It's a daunting move, man. Like, Mm. it's, um, I've been to a lot of those venues as well. And it's like, when you just go and see it, you're like, you're even like a little nervous in an uncomfortable place, let alone mm-hmm. going and fucking playing a whole set. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things that go into that, but it's seem you seem very relaxed, mate. You seem very, um, it's very different interview from two years ago. You're just mm-hmm. like, yeah. All right. We've is- done so many shows now. Like there is not like without sounding like a dickhead, it's like from all four of us, I never seen nerves ever. Like, it's mm. just getting up on stage. It's like, yep, sweet, let's go, whatever. It's, it, I don't know. It just I, – I also do, like, acoustic performances, like, all the time, you know, since I was 18. I, I've just done too many gigs now to use nervousness ever as an excuse. Although I'm sure if I was playing some fucking arena, I'd be shitting myself. But, you know, I can handle – I think I can handle the pubs uh, down south. We'll see how we go. <laughs> Gary and his mates are just sitting there just, oh, fucking it. What are these guys got? We'll yeah. see. Now, this question's probably changed a lot this year because we can't really have definite plans more than three months in advance mm. these days. Um, but what about, like, I don't want vibe, but, like, is it going to be after this tour, like, song heavy kind of more tours ep album what's what's the kind of mindset of the band going towards the end of the year yeah man like i think last year towards the end of last year you know we got the support with king stingray the support with san cisco we got like all these festival slots pop up and we just realized that like output equals opportunity sometimes um yeah and so once we've already been offered like a pretty sick festival spot, which I don't think I can tell you about, but Hey, <laughs> I'll tell you off air. So that's <laughs> but you can tell everyone anyway. Um, the, yeah. So we've got that in later in the year and we're looking to do a bit of an EP because we've got like, obviously Dreaming a while and Madeline might be on there kind of thing. And where you can see the distinct art style that we've chucked up um, with the past two tracks. Um, yeah. We're kind of going to follow that thing. We kind of just said to, it was really cool. Actually, we met this um, artist 
through one of those musical grant programs mm. and we loved her stuff so much that we're like can you just do the art for all of our <laughs> like and so she's kind of like on board as part of the team now so it's cool how those grant things work so do your grants kids um but the we're gonna just maybe do like another four or five tracks and add it all together we've yeah we've got some tasty stuff coming up which is really cool very excited about it i love it when a song's described as tasty That's it good. Is, it's delicious i tell you Oh, <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to have um, a full stomach for that EP, mate. It's um, I'm hoping the best for you. Um, Thank you. Man. I'm ho- I'm hoping this song kicks off. Um, because if there's any band in the Gold Coast that deserves that's done that many shows, it's probably Chutney. Mm. It's um, it, it sounds like anything could come because you guys are putting less pressure on it. So for any <laughs> band out there. Like, don't worry about the streams, just have a good time and fuck around and you get 150k on a stream. Yes. <laughs> See, that's the secret to success. They should say that at the conferences, man. That was perfect. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.